It's the Harlem Life. Don't turn it up, please. It's the Harlem Life. It's your man, Ben Sferrell, with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing well tonight. Yes, sir. Hey, a Houston man uh, is accused of running a sextortion scheme. A Houston area man appeared before a federal judge Tuesday after being charged with running a sextortion scheme where he allegedly hacked into more than 1,000 victims' personal social media accounts and blackmailing them with their intimate photos and videos. Many of those victims are minors. Andrew Venegas, 23 years old of Magnolia, has allegedly committed these crimes at least since 2021 and was charged with sexual exploitation of minors. Strangers online are just as dangerous as strangers in real life, said sex criminal lawyer Jacob Schiffer. Court documents claim he would blackmail them by saying they either had to send more or more or pay him through Bitcoin or else Venegas would post them online or send them to friends and family. Uh, in some instances, investigators alleged Venegas already posted them on a website and would blackmail the victims by saying that they either had to send more money or pay him to get them deleted. And this guy was on it, huh? Schiffer said he 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 only he chased it young minors and stuff, children. So he was very uh devious. Very uh, wicked. Uh, Mr. Schiffer said, you have children out there who are believing the lies. They're being fed by these extorters. That is your world is going to crumble unless dot, dot, dot. All right. Mr. Schiffer said, you have children out there who are believing the lies. They are being fed by these extorters. That is your world. Is going to crumble unless dot, 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 dot. All right. Venegas appears in federal court on Tuesday. Mr. Venegas appeared for his detention hearing in shackles with his parents present in the courtroom. All right. The state brought the FBI special agent over the case as a witness. She testified over the investigative process, which includes much of the evidence against Venegas, all right, there were certain questions the special agent could not answer due to it still being an active investigation. Detectives are still in the process of analyzing Mr. Venegas' devices that were seized from his home. Judge Christina Bryan ultimately gave Venegas a $100,000 bond. However, he will be placed under house arrest and will have no access to the internet or any electronic devices that can access the internet. The federal prosecutors immediately appealed <clears throat> appeal this decision. They requested Judge Brian keep Venegas detained pending trial. A second judge will rule on the appeal, likely on Wednesday. All right, so the federal prosecutors immediately appealed this decision. To um because Venegas got a hundred thousand dollar bond, and he's gonna be placed on house arrest. But the prosecutors like I don't think they they like 
want them to stay in jail. All right, so federal prosecutors provided no more comment to the um, news sources that was reporting on this initially, but Mr. Venegas' attorney, Paul Doyle, only noted that Venegas had not been indicted by the grand jury, but did not provide an answer for when a decision could be made. Mr. Doyle, the attorney for Venegas, then reiterated that Venegas is innocent until proven guilty. The FBI says schemes like this are more common than you may realize. We see an uh, exponential increase, but we think that it would be equal, if not greater, the numbers of victims that are potentially out there that are suffering in silence, said David Martinez, assistant special agent in charge of the in charge of the H FBI. Houston. Sorry, I don't know why I'm stumbling on the words. Uh, they claim it's one of the most underreported crimes due to the shame and guilt associated with it. And Martina said they have also seen an increase of victim suicides that result from these type of crimes right here. All right, these extortions, sex extortions. All right. And I know these crimes are true. Because the kids, it's really the kids that's getting in, into these like the nasty dilemmas with these sex daughters. So, if you have young children like at 17, 16 years old and stuff, you really have to monitor what's going on with them, with their phones and stuff like that. Because there's a lot of types of people, and then they don't like young kids don't understand the science of the internet, and like. Um, devices and stuff. They don't understand the. Um, some devices need to be period periodically. You know, what I'm saying periodically or occasionally, the device need to be rebooted and um, updated for, you know, malware or any type of thing that can like any type of vicious malicious software that can be like a malware, like a virus for a fucking hacker to goddamn get into your phone device, get into your cloud, your email cloud and stuff, so they could hack into your phone. There's a way a person could hack into your phone. There's a way a person could duplicate your phone without you even knowing. You see what I'm saying? So parents have to monitor their young children, especially the teenagers that's deep into the phones. And you already know that's the type of generation that we have. So you got to pay attention to the kids. All right. They said they already, they already said it. They claim it's one of the most underreported crimes due to the shame and guilt associated, associated with this. All right. And Martinez says that they have also seen an increase of victim suicides that result from these type of crimes. That's largely from people that were suffering in silence that didn't have an opportunity to engage with law enforcement or parents or school counselors and really thought that they had made a mistake that they couldn't recover from and thought they had no options but to take their own life, he stated. That's truly one of the biggest tragedies, and it's corresponding with the 
exponential increase in these cases. The urge they urge parents to have an open discussion with their children so it will get reported if it does happen, Schiffer said. The biggest thing you can do for your child is to let them know that you are there, to let them feel comfortable to tell you, and then also evidence. All right, guys, you hear that? Schiffer says it's important to reiterate this to your children and to never delete anything even if it may be embarrassing, because this evidence not only helps prosecution, it's pa it paramounts to investigators to find out who the perpetrator is and if they are any other victims. But it's still very difficult for the FBI to catch them. It's very, very difficult to, one, locate them, and then two, once they actually are located, have the evidence in order to show they were behind the actual crimes, said Martinez, Mr. Martinez. All right, so you got to be involved in your children's life about these cell phones. I'm getting, but these kids want their privacy and stuff like that. They desperately want their privacy, but they could turn into a victim with these sextortion, all right? Man accused of running a sextortion scheme, all right? He, he appeared before a federal judge Tuesday after being charged with running a sextortion scheme where he allegedly hacked into more than 1,000 victims' personal social, me social media accounts and blackmailing them with their intimate photos and videos. Many of those victims are minors. Get what I'm saying? All right. Let me jump on the other news. I had some other ones. All right, my mom's arrested. Hold up, the internet clicked out on me. Texas mom arrested after unnecessary medical procedures performed on a three-year-old. Performed on the three-year-old. A Texas mom is facing charges of abusing her three-year-old child by subjecting them to multiple unnecessary medical procedures. Jessica Gossar, 27 years old, was arrested in Rusk County last week and is being held at the Tarrant County Jail, sheriff's deputy stated. The sheriff's office has appealed to the public to help solve a case of, what is this, Montesson by proxy, a syndrome where, whereby a child's caretaker, often the child's mother, either makes up fake symptoms or causes real symptoms to make it look like the child is sick. Machanson by proxy, a syndrome where a child's caretaker, often the child's mother, either makes up a fake symptoms or causes real symptoms to make it look like the child is sick. So Jessica Gassaw, 27-year-old, was arrested in Russ County last week and is being held at the Tarrant County Jail, Sheriff's deputy stated. All right. The sheriff's office said the medical child abuse has been happening for an unknown amount of time. The Tarrant County investigators believe Ms. Gassaw has had multiple unnecessary medical procedures performed on her three-year-old child. During the alleged abuse, Ms. Gossar sent messages to her friends saying she would delete all of her posts on Facebook about her child's health, including, including private messages. The 
the sheriff's office stated. The sheriff's office is asking anyone who has been in contact with Godsaw through social media or email is to contact them uh, you know, and stuff like that. You know how I read these things, these articles. Damn, that's crazy, yo. That's retarded. It's That is super retarded. Let me see what else they got. I might even um, place that as the main article for these. Let me see. No action taken against an 18-year-old accused killer after repeatedly violating bond conditions. Couple accused of holding T captive. I already did that. Report claims Houston is number two in burglaries. Law enforcement says otherwise. All right, I ain't trying to get into the politics. We ain't trying to get into all of that. Montgomery County crime, third victim suing spring physical therapy facility for sexual assault. Man, America is really deep down on the abuse of sexuality, bro. Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo. All right, I already know what that's about. Uh, apartment in Southwest Houston goes up in flames. All right. I was going through Texas to see if there was anything over there, but we'll jump on some other stuff right there. You know how I do my podcast. My shit is, like, different. Should have went to Los Angeles, but I clicked on New York. You know how I do it, man. My shit interesting, bro. I give you back-to-back coverage, baby. You know what I'm saying? You shit go hard in the paint. Stop playing with me. Two boys reported reported missing in the Bronx. Damn, I hate it. It's the same old story down there in every county. Almost half of Manhattan, Brooklyn buildings served by leaded, lead pipes. Lead pipes. That's what they said. Not lead pipes, but lead pipes. Take actions against back cocking, fear evasion. Fifteen uh, old son. Yeah, I did that one already. Uh, the Gilgo Beach murders, gun violence erupts in Times Square as three teenagers are shot during an argument. Haven't done that. Let me see what that's about. Three uh, teens shot during an argument in Times Square. Despite signage declaring Times Square a gun-free zone, gunfire rang out late Monday night. According to the NYPD, a gunman wearing a dark clothing and a brown backpack shot three male teenagers just before midnight outside Five Times Square near Red Lobster. All right. Two of them, ages 15 years old and an 18-year-old, were hit in their legs. The third, age 17, was hitting his arm. Police said all three are expected to be okay. Authorities believe an argument preceded the shooting. The gunman remains at large. The Times Square shooting followed another earlier in the day in Bensonhurst. Damn, man, them people, you know how them essays love how to drive them. Hard engines, you know, them Chevys roaring. They like to keep their Chevy roaring. But anyway, the Times Square shooting followed another earlier earlier in that day in Bensonhurst that left 15-year-old Faradin Malanunu dead. 
A surveillance camera captured the shooting in a chilling clarity. A hooded gunman dressed in all black suddenly pulled a gun out of his pocket, started shooting, and hit the victim in his back. The boy was taken to Maya, Maya, this the same hospital that the other case that I read last night. Maya Minor dies, or Maya Minor's, I can't pronounce it, Maya Minor's Medical Center in Critical Condition. Maimonides, or Maminides Medical Center. Maminides Medical Center in Critical Condition, but died from his injuries earlier this morning. That shooter also remains at large. God damn. The shooting came after Merrick, after Mayor Eric Adams introduced Edward Cabin as the city's 46th police commissioner, because the other commissioner, I think she stepped down, and first Latino to hold the top job in that department. He titled the work Cabin and his predecessor, Kitchen Sewell. He titled the work Cabin and his predecessor, Kitchen Governor Kitchen Sewell did. We turn around this city, the mayor said. Shootings are down, homicides are down. Uh, I don't know how true that is, but that sounds crazy. Yeah, like they got the surveillance video of the person that's shooting and stuff. They're all black, they got a black mask. You know what I'm saying? Looks like it's an African American. Is a person that's black. They pull it. They're dressing all black, and then if you look at the background, people are duck, like ducking, people ducking and trying to run away from him while he's shooting, and stuff like that. Uh, I don't really like talk about it. Talk about it. I'm sorry if I'm burping in your ear. I stay burping. I hate when I jump on behind the mic and I'm burping. That shit is not even right. But I had me like a goddamn like two. Um, root beers before I jumped on this segment. But my back, sorry, y'all, but still, I'm trying to describe like this. It's a kid, too. I'm looking at him. It's definitely a kid. Matter of fact, let me play this shit. Let me see this shit. If it played the, um, if it played like... Turn it off. I'm going to only play the, the news for y'all. I don't want to put no commercials in your ears. 2B TV. I don't even watch this. I watch it a little bit. But still, I'm going to describe. Gunman shoots a teen in the back on a crowded street in Brooklyn. Sharon Crowley live in Bensonhurst. And Sharon, as I understand it, this whole thing was caught on camera. Yeah, you're exactly right, Teresa and Natasha. Detectives tonight are trying to find the gunman that critically wounded a 15-year-old boy. It all happened right where I'm standing on this sidewalk in the middle of the afternoon. And when you see the video that we're about to show you, you will be as surprised as the rest of us that more people weren't injured. The security camera video showing a crowd of people, many teenagers, walking down the street about one o'clock. See, he dressed, he dressed all black. Avenue, and there's the another dude dressing all black. Street in Same Benson way. Hurst, when but he got jeans sudden, on. You see a masked but gunman the, 
pull a weapon out of the front yeah, pocket of his black hooded sweatshirt and start firing across the street. See everybody People run in every direction to get away from the shooter. Police say he hit a 15 year old who is now in critical condition. It's terrible. I live here since 1990. This first time in my, my neighbor. First time. It's, I have a gunshot like that. Oh, I feel Bensonhurst resident Hoa Wong says she saw paramedics giving the teen CPR before he was taken to the hospital. I feel very, very bad. I'm feel so sorry for, for, for the kid and I feel, you know, like not safe for us like this way. Yeah, it's very terrible. Witnesses say they heard at least five gunshots fired. Detectives spending hours processing the crime scene here. The shooting took place He's dressing about all black. from Franklin Delano Roosevelt High School. Residents finding it hard to believe such violence could break out here in broad daylight. It's sad. It's depressing. I wish people would, you know, be more careful and keep it safe for the community, but they don't care. And he's shooting wild. Yeah, that is the sentiment echoed by a lot of residents in... The way he was shooting the gun, he was shooting it wild, too. He wasn't even, like, shooting the gun. Like, I'm an ex-military person, man. I already know all about weapons, functionalities, and all of that stuff. I already know about it. I'm good at it. So I know what I'm talking about. He was shooting the bitch crazy, too. The way he was shooting the gun, he was shooting it crazy, crazy. Like, he was popping. He could have hit anybody. You see what I'm saying? The way, the, the way I'm looking at the video surveillance... He could have shot the gun anyway. He could have he could have hit anybody. It could have been any anybody could have been just a innocent star stand bystander. I'm sorry, but an innocent bystander. He could have shot anybody. The way that he was, he ran and shot the gun. He shot it wild. The bullets could have hit anybody. A baby, a, a old lady, old dude. It could have hit anybody. It doesn't matter. The way. I was looking at the surveillance video and the way he shot that bitch looked like, uh-uh. That was no good right there. It looked bad. Hope you hear me too. Well, this is your man Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. I'll be right back with you with another segment. Subscribe to my YouTube, which is Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You could go to my um Damn, I forgot what it's called. I was about to say Twitter. I mean, um, underscore murder, envy for TikTok, all right? Holla at your boy. Wanna make a podcast? Spotify got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can get started today. Then you can get it distributed, your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. 
With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it took my talent to a whole nother level, and I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. I highly recommend it. You give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters on your app store or go to the www.spotify.com podcasters to get started.